0: I wish to welcome everybody here to this event. Uh, this is an occasion which we, we, up to the hundredth day after the death of somebody in the countries like Thailand uh, we, we have a, a memorial service uh, because when somebody dies then uh, we still have that memory and we want to honor that person in some way. And, uh, Nina Coltart is a way of, of all of us having this occasion to honor her honor her memory which we all uh, still retain, we remember. Death is a uh, what we don't understand yet. None of us have died yet. So for us at this time, say at this present moment, death remains still a mystery. It's what hasn't happened to us yet. When somebody dies then it does leave us with a sense of uh, shock sometimes or uncertainty. it leaves like a, a space or a gap in the, in the mind because what we're accustomed to is life uh, in a conscious form. So that this is what we know, what we're familiar with, what we feel confident uh, and at ease with. Anything that is uh, within this uh, realm of conscious living within a form that we are experiencing right now. But death remains the mystery and the unknown. So, we, we recognize that. That, that when, when somebody dies, then that word is connected to their name. Uh, so now we, when we reflect, when we remember Nina, we, we think of her now as dead. So that word death is connected to our memory and what does that do to your, to your mind? You know, what, how do you respond or react to that perception of death? Well, one of the skillful uh, ways in uh, Buddhist countries is to uh, do things, do uh, generous acts or good acts for others uh, I- as a way of honoring the memory of somebody who has died. Uh, and so this hundredth day uh, ceremony is is where we all can come together, all of us who remember her, and feel uh, love and respect, and and there's a part of us that always wants to, in some way, do something or or create something or or use that memory in some way that is. Uh, honoring that person so this ceremony is is such an occasion. We will uh, the what we do is we d- we chant uh, certain traditional Pali chants uh, so this is you won't be able to understand what we are chanting this is in a in a it's also in a dead language so uh, it's uh, the the ancient uh, Pali language that's uh, the kind of basis for Theravada Buddhism, and it's uh, related to Sanskrit. Uh, and as we do this chanting, uh, this is not just so that you feel uh, that you're a part of this ceremony. At this time, it's it would be recommended that you uh, remember intentionally remember. Uh, Nina, and also to to send all your best thoughts and wishes to her at this time, to the, with that memory in mind. Think of all the the best things, the superlatives, the the best possible things that human beings can think of, uh, and and offer them to her, because just as an experience, as a as a group of people together in one space, when We'll all be, say, producing at the same moment, say, beautiful thoughts, best wishes, uh, the, the best that human beings can possibly create in terms of concepts in their minds at this time. And so this, this, this kind of binds us, bonds us in this ceremony, so that everybody feels that they're uh, participating. It's not just a a kind of performance of Buddhist monks chanting uh, exotic language. But it's also a ceremony means to uh, everybody here is participating in their own way. So while we are doing this chanting, the, the chants are, are about the, the way things come about, the, the forces that uh, the are of cause and effect. Uh, both on the uh, from the good and the bad, the high and the low. So this is from the uh, the abhidhamma teachings of Theravada Buddhism uh, and this is uh, what they usually chant at these uh, kind of ceremonies in Thailand. So if you do this uh, at this time then we can we can all feel. Uh, that 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 we're all engaged in this very auspicious moment as an offering of gratitude respect and love to uh, Nina Koltock. this opportunity to reflect on the experience that we're all sharing uh, as a human uh, living human being and the this reflection on impermanence uh, the Buddha emphasized that if we contemplate impermanence then we uh, we will gain insight and wisdom into the nature of existence and the causes of suffering because in, in all human experience, every level of the society, everybody, every human being that's ever lived, up to the present ones, we all have to experience loss in our lifetime, loss of loved ones. This is a common human experience. Uh, we just see in the past year how many, uh, you know, well-known people have, have died or passed away that have caused us uh, a sense of surprise or grief, sense of loss. This realm that we live in is a realm where things are born and die. This is the, the natural order. What is born dies. Uh, and so in Buddhism we reflect on this, that there's this sense of, of being born and dying as a uh, natural phenomena, natural experience. Grief then is the, is what we feel when somebody dies, somebody, especially somebody close to us, The sense of loss, uh, not knowing what it is, something, a kind of gap or hole in our consciousness that wasn't there before, because when we think of them then, then we think of this sense of, of cessation, of, of something has passed away. With uh, Dr. Nina Coltart, she was very devout Buddhist, and over many years uh, I've known her. We came to England, Ajahn Vrindamu and I came to live in the UK in 1977, uh, where we used to we lived in a in a house on Haverstock Hill and we used to go on alms rounds up in Hampstead Heath where Nina first uh, saw us um, bhikkhus, Buddhist monks, walking with alms bowls. very strange sight even in a weird place like Hampstead and so uh, later on she Uh, uh, We became acquainted with the Hampstead group as we we lived in Hampstead for about two years and then we moved to West Sussex, uh, to Chithurst, where we also retained a, uh, kept a Buddhist group at Hampstead, which is still uh, operating uh, at this time. And uh, Dr. Coltart was very much a uh, one of the uh, leaders of this group, uh, say at one time, she was the kind of uh, one that really uh, uh, gave it life and gave it direction. Uh, when we would, uh, when she would invite, when the Hampstead Group would invite monks to go and teach in London, then we would usually stay at her house uh, in the evening, and we'd have discussions on Buddhism and psychology and meditation, Freudianism and all the rest, all things to do with the mind that we all share this common interest. Um, He was uh, a very generous person and uh, also one felt, uh, uh, you know, very... uh, very proud to be able to to know such a person as uh, dr Nina Coulthard. Uh the the way she died that she she took her own life this is a uh, uh, something of a shock I think to many people because uh, when when it happens naturally it's enough of a shock but when somebody decides to take their own life then That is something else. We we don't quite know how to relate to that. There's various views and opinions that people hold in regard to taking your own life. Um, But in terms of Buddhist practice, uh, we don't recommend this as as a as a as a practice. But we do reflect on it on when somebody does take their own life. Uh, we can observe our own emotional reaction to that. And just to explain like with my 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 emotional reaction when I heard of uh, uh, Dr. Coltheart's death, I, I was surprised uh, and uh, it was quite a shock. I felt a sense of shock. But then uh understanding the 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 reason that Nina was someone who I had enormous respect for and I trusted uh that she knew what she was doing and uh so uh recognizing that this was her own uh choice she took responsibility for what she was doing uh she never uh tried to get anyone to Go along with it, or to um, take, or, or blame anybody. It was a completely kind of selfless act on her part. This is how this is how I see it, and this is her decision. How she felt was the right way to deal with the situation she was in, which was uh, one of pain and increasingly uh, debilitation, and 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 uh, sense of. Uh, uh, just uh, a kind of hopeless state of physical uh, of physical condition with not any possibility of it uh, improving now i 've never been in such a state yet, so i don 't know what i'd do actually uh, <laughs> you know in terms of if what would happen to me if I found uh, physically I was uh, increasingly incapacitated in a uh, uh, kind of chronic uh, agonizing pain uh, i can I can speculate i can uh, I can uh, make guesses or give ideal ways of dea- dealing with it what you know according to what people say you should do or shouldn't do, but what I know right now is i don't know this is uh, This is how a Buddhist contemplates experience is we know that we don't know. So in my uh, respect for Dr. C- uh, Coulthard, I I feel that that uh, this has not diminished any of my respect for her at all, uh, and uh, I- uh, it's a sense of trust, and uh, and this was her decision, and she took complete responsibility for that decision. It wasn't an impulsive act or uh, any. Act of malice, or, or in any way, something that one would say was done in order to, to deliberately uh, cause uh, unhappiness, or, or uh, cause anyone any pain. Um, but it was a decision that she took responsibility for. In terms of. Buddhist attitudes to what happens uh, in in death is that um, we this reflection on all conditions are impermanent. Uh, in Buddhist meditation, what we're doing is we're contemplating the conditioned realm as we experience it, uh, really noticing its changing, uh, ephemeral uh, quality, and the. We, we increase our ability to pay attention to the changingness of experience in the present. So more and more we, we, we break through the illusions of ourselves as a physical body, as a personality. And in the long run, in, in the stage where you actually free yourself from those basic attitudes that are very much ingrained in our whole cultural way of of experiencing life. We experience life very much in the sense of I am my body and I am my my memories and thoughts and emotions. Uh, When we begin to see them in terms of what they are as changing experience in the present, then we we realize uh, that what dies is just what was born. That we realize deathless, the deathless reality. that which I, is beyond the conditioned realm of birth and death. So, <coughs> in many cases, uh, Buddhism is oftentimes represented as a as a kind of religion of oblivion, uh, because it doesn't really go into detail about, uh, say, an afterlife, or or speculate about that. But the point of the of the whole. Uh, For us, the Buddhist meditation is to break down the illusions that we hold in regards to the conditions that we're experiencing. And as we do that, then we realize this deathless reality. So when we think of, uh, remember, reflect on uh, Nina, then we can realize what was born, dies, her personality we remember her we have certain mm-hmm. memories of what she said what she did we have our own interpretation our own views about her our own projections about what she was what she was like and that's, those are memories that arise in the present and cease um, so we, we began to recognize this that, that uh, this is the way it is And more and more then we, as we do this, we recognize also that actually uh, we're not the conditions of the body and mind. And that death is is about the ending of of the conditions that were born. And that's all. So our refuge is in the deathless rather than in the death-bound state of a human body. A human personality. So I offer this as a reflection for you, in terms of uh, Nina Koltart's uh, interest and respect for Buddhism, uh, which was uh, very, to some people, very strange for psychiatrists to to have have taken interest in such an exotic and and uh, strange religion as Buddhism but it it is a, a Buddha did approach the human uh, experience in a psychological way. I think this is one reason why many of us were, or have been attracted to Buddhism because it speaks on that level of understanding the nature of the mind and through really contemplation, reflection, looking inward and observing, awakening, your mind and and observing experience in a very direct and and uh, practical way. So now, if we could have uh, a minute of silence, just to go inward.